Welcome back to my podcast, You Filthy Animals. It is Lena Caroline, your host, on my podcast, Comfortably Unconventional. And I've had a lot of thoughts rattling around in this cavern in my head as of lately. Um, I've been talking about some more lighthearted stuff recently, but I really want to get into like, get into something something a little controversial today. I want to talk about something a little embarrassing today because would it be me if I wasn't embarrassing myself online? No. I I want to talk about something that is clearly uncomfortable for me to talk about because I I am I am I was one of these people and this is something that I struggle with, but you know, the beautiful thing about being human is that we learn and we evolve and we try to do better, most of us, okay? And we try to learn from the mistakes that we make and that's kind of the whole purpose of the podcast is that I talk to you guys, I bear my heart out to you guys and hopefully learn from my mistakes and maybe you can learn something from my mistakes too or maybe you can relate to this topic that I'm about to talk about today. Now this is something that I have truly struggled with and you know for whatever reason and I'm sure there are many deep psychological reasons for why some women, this is kind of talking about women specifically but it can pertain to men and others, is um Kind of this term that has come up in the past couple of years. Ugh, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it because I'm so embarrassed about it. But it's the term pick me girl. Pick me girl. Mm. <laughs> Cringing right now. Not to get off the subject, but if you guys are watching on YouTube, um, yes. I do just have Minecraft ambiance playing in the background. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. Okay? That is my aesthetic. Okay? Okay, moving on. I was a pick-me. Okay? And a pick-me girl is basically a girl that needs men to choose them. They, oh my god, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> I'm drinking my Dr. Pepper again and you know there's going to be some collateral damage from that and you're not allowed to judge me for it, okay? You're not allowed to judge me for it. But it is, it is a girl that needs men to choose them because they need male validation so badly. Now, as long as I can remember, for whatever fucked up daddy issues or whatever, when I hit puberty, I was one of those girls. I was one of those girls. I wanted, I wanted male attention very, very badly. See, for me, when I first hit puberty, um... I was not really 
considered attractive by my peers, okay? I was not considered um, one of the girls that they wanted to date. And it's kind of funny because in me being a pick-me girl, I kind of screwed myself over because I ended up relating to the guys so much that I ended up being regarded as one of the bros and I didn't get any. (laughs) They were not looking at me as a potential mate. I was a bro. I was buddy. I was friend zoned for the most part. And and then I moved schools and then things kind of changed and that's when it really kind of reared its ugly head for me because when I was the new girl, I... So I switched schools and I don't know for any of you guys that are listening that maybe have switched schools before, especially if you're like switching to maybe like a smaller, more rural school, um, people are paying attention to you, especially if they, like, like I said, like if you're going to a rural school and they don't get new like classmates or new schoolmates very often, People are paying attention to you, and I don't know, guys started paying attention to me when this had never been on my radar before, and it went straight to my brain. Not my brain exactly, but I'm not going to go into detail there. My hormones really kicked in, okay? I, I wanted to be seen by men and I wanted to be seen as different than other girls. I wanted to be exotic. And I guess I just, I needed guys to like me. I needed guys to think that I was everything that other women weren't. I was everything, I was, how do I put it? I was everything they wanted me to be and nothing that they didn't want me to be, okay? So the things that, you know, in our society are kind of looked down upon, you know, you can't be promiscuous, but you have to be beautiful. You can't be too smart or smarter than guys, but but you, you can't be dumb and you... You know, you have to find all these happy mediums. So, like, you know, I don't put on any makeup. I'm all natural. That is something that, like, ick today. Something that icks me out today is when you're in a group and there's that one girl that's like, oh, my God, like, I love your makeup. I could never do that. I could never. I just wear mascara. I never wear foundation on my skin. I love makeup, but it's just not for me. Shut up, bitch. Shut up. But that was me. (laughs) That was me at one point in time. Actually, multiple times. And especially when I got into relationships. I felt the need to put myself down so that guys would not be threatened by me and so that guys would like me and so that I would not bring the attention of others to myself 
my man, my man, let my man shine. This was something my mom always talked about, and she would always, like, sing that song jokingly, Stand By Your Man. And, you know, she would always kind of make fun of it because she was... My mom is, like... Like... For lack of a better term, hardcore feminist, okay? Like, she does not give a shit about male validation. She has not given a shit about male validation for a very long time. And... My grandma was someone that came from a very different time and cared very much about male validation, which maybe drove my mom to be the way that she is. And she would always sing that song referring to my grandma because my grandma would literally throw herself in front of a truck to please the man that she was with. And that's just the way she was. I was also part of the time. Um, But it was something my mom never wanted to be. And it was something that I thought I didn't want to be. But I was almost doing it without even realizing it. And it really started to come in, you know, to my attention in past relationships where I was like, I stopped wearing the clothes I wanted to wear. I stopped wearing makeup like I wanted to. I stopped doing my hair like I wanted to. I asked them what hair color they liked on me. I asked them how they liked my makeup. I asked them what clothes they liked. I asked them what color to do my nails. I asked them everything so that I could create a person that they wanted. Disgusting. You know, there's times where it's cute where you're like asking your man what what color you should do your nails and you know, he says something really specific and you do it. Sometimes that can be cute. You know, not all that stuff is bad, but the worst part about it is the guys that I dated always had, excuse me, always had something to say about it. Like, you look best blonde. You look best with very minimal makeup. I love your sweaters and baggy clothes on you. If you're really with someone who values you and loves you for who you are as a person, they're going to look at you and they're going to say, my love, do whatever you want. Do what makes you happy. Be who you are because that's who I want. Your hair could be fucking rainbow for all I care. I'd still find you beautiful. You could be bald. I don't care. That is the energy that I'm looking for now, but back then I was not. So, you know, it's this thing where we're we're kind of taught by society, and I would say especially in the United States, but I, you know, everywhere, that as women, it is our job to please men. And men are raised to believe that it is a woman's job to please them. If they're doing their makeup, it's for them. If they're dressing up, it better be for them. If they're making a joke and laughing and smiling, they're flirting with them and they want to sleep with them or they want to date them. It's irritating. It's irritating that we live in a society where women 
cannot even so much as have their own identity without it pertaining to men. And I was part of the problem, and I have been for a very long time because I wanted to feel loved so badly and I wanted to experience love so badly that I really thought that I had to change myself to receive love because if I wasn't pleasing a man, then I would not be able to receive love. Never again, by the way. Never again. You know, I just, I based my whole identity on being with a man. And, you know, I I finally learned that I wasn't happy like that. And I really struggled with this. And, you know, I've, I've talked about this probably a lot, way too much. But it's, it's a situation that happened in my life that produced a lot of realizations for me as a person and about my identity and about who I am. But, um, you know, in my last relationship, I really realized that it, it did not make me happy to just simply exist to please a man. It didn't make me happy to walk on eggshells to make sure that my career, that my looks, that my personality wasn't threatening to the man that I was with. I mean, and I've struggled with this physically too, like, I'm a tall, bigger woman, okay? I am not petite. I am 5'8", which is like 172 centimeters for everyone else out there in the world. And, you know, I'm, (laughs) I'm not, like, I wouldn't say I'm skinny. Like, I'm a curvy, larger woman. Um, So I already felt, like, just in that alone, I already knew that I didn't fit the male gaze. So I think that I I felt genuinely like I had to, like, change my personality. Because if I was meek, and I was quiet and I was submissive and I was traditional and I had all these other aspects to me that I would be accepted into the male gaze and pleasing to the male gaze and you know as long as I just tried to fit all these other molds and I wasn't god forbid a loud outspoken bigger woman that (laughs) I'd be accepted for you know into the male gaze and be validated by a man How exhausting. How exhausting. How depressing. Because guess what? I am a shy person at first. I am a quiet person initially. But once you get to know me, man, it's... (laughs) I am fucking cursed. And I am loud. And I am unhinged. And... I have a dark sense of humor and I'm dry and I'm sarcastic and I'm silly and maybe a little cringy sometimes and that's who I am and man I'm so tired of being ashamed of it I am so tired of feeling like I need to reel myself back to please someone else anyone else not even just men 
So here are some ways that you can kind of combat seeking validation, changing your identity to fit what other people want instead of what you want, okay? And the first thing is I would say do not alter what you want to wear for other people, okay? This is one that I have struggled with and um, I, listen, I'm a sucker for crew neck sweaters and baggy sweatpants and some beat up sneakers. Like, that is part of who I am. There are days that that is, that is what I enjoy wearing, um, like truly. Um, but I also like to look hot sometimes. I like to feel beautiful. I like to... There are certain clothes that I love, certain styles, certain cuts. You know, I'm really into clothes. I actually have a bit of an addiction, okay? <laughs> like, I love clothes and I always love collecting new pieces and I love trying new pieces out and trying new colors and trying new styles. Like, it's part of something that I love. And it's something I noticed that when I started dating guys is that I was like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a t-shirt type of girl. I'm a just a t-shirt and jeans type of girl. I'm just a baggy sweatpants, baggy sweater type of girl and then that's like what I would wear and then when I got into like deeper into the relationship and maybe it came time that I wanted to go out to the club with the girls and I wanted to dress up, and I was dressing up for someone other than the person I was with. Um, there was usually a shit fit from my partner. Um, and so, I really started to tailor how I dressed to who I was interested in or who my partner was and I really went through a long time phase, especially like I said, being a curvier woman, where I felt the need to hide my body. And not because I wanted to, but because I felt like I had to, to not be sexualized. And this happens to every woman, no matter what your shape or size is. But I felt particularly ashamed of myself because I have boobs and I have a butt they not like not even a break I'm not even trying to humble break here like they exist I have them and when I wear certain pieces you can see that I have them and if people looked at them or commented on them or whatever I would feel ashamed of myself and feel like I needed to cover it up because I felt like I was the problem. Fuck all that. Okay, no. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. We're not doing that anymore. You wear what you want to wear. 
And I've learned this. If you want to wear bright colors, wear bright colors. If you want to wear... Sorry, there's definitely a bird band coming right now. Excuse me. If you don't want to wear bright colors, don't wear bright colors. If you want to show your skin, show some skin. Um, wear what you want. Basically. If you don't want to wear a lot of makeup, that's fine. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. But you just have to... The main thing when it comes to dressing yourself or wearing makeup or doing anything like that is you have to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. For you. Not for other people. And that's where I got caught up is... I was dressing myself. I was doing my makeup or not doing my makeup. I was making decisions of expression and identity for other people and not me and then i wondered why i was fucking miserable those types of things affect you a lot they do mentally they affect you a lot they affect you how you view yourself and your sense of identity and it's very important to be able to express yourself for you and it creates authentic confidence in who you are and there's nothing more attractive than that. Not that it matters, but I mean, it's true. I mean, basically what this comes down to is just like being yourself. And, you know, we're taught that we shouldn't be too loud. That we are more attractive when we're, you know not outspoken you have an opinion keep it to yourself it's a man's job to lead it's not yours fuck all that no <laughs> everybody has something to say and if it is a time that is appropriate and you're being respectful and or you, or you need to stand up for yourself this is something again I've struggled with is there are times where you need to speak up. There are times where it is appropriate for you to speak up and you need to speak up. And if you don't, you'll regret it. At the end of the day, you're the only person that can advocate for you. There is no man, woman, or other that is going to do it for you. So you need to do it, and you need to know when it is, you know, appropriate to do that. And you should not be afraid to be loud sometimes. To be outspoken sometimes. When it is called for, you have that right. I feel like I hear this talked about a lot too where it's like women can't be funny. <laughs> First of all, I think I'm hilarious. No, I'm just kidding. Well, kind of. Sometimes. Sometimes I think I am. But... <sighs> there are a lot of women that are actually hilarious. And 
I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. They're... It's like men can be accepted as funny for the stupidest, most lame jokes in the world. But if a woman were to do the same exact thing before that man, it's like not perceived as funny just because they're women. And, you know, that's obviously fucking bullshit and it pisses me off. Um, I'm glad that there's a movement online right now where there are a lot more women coming up as comedians and um, being kind of more accepted into that space. Um, Women can be funny. Women can be smart. Women can be witty. If you are witty, don't tone it down. Say the joke. Who cares? Who cares? You know, you don't need to be meek and quiet all the time, but at the same time, if you are meek and quiet, and that's who you are and that's what makes you happy, that's okay too. You should just be. You should just be who you are and not care. And if somebody doesn't like you, if a man doesn't like you, welcome to the club. Guess what? If you're a serial people pleaser like I have been for a very long time, you might have a hard time wrestling with the fact that not every single person that you meet is going to like you. You are not going to click with every single person you meet in the world or in your lifetime. There are going to be plenty of people that don't like you for whatever fucking reason and that is perfectly okay. They are they are subject to their opinion, but that doesn't mean that you should have to try and change yourself for them. That doesn't mean you should have to morph yourself to fit the mold of what they like. Because it's impossible. You'll never win that war. So just be yourself. Be on a... On a <laughs> that I can never go through a podcast episode without fucking up at least one word. Like butchering it so bad. But... As I was saying, be unapologetically yourself. Okay? Okay. Glad we got through that. Um, I didn't really think about this, but like, I'm thinking about it now. The way that, like, pop culture has kind of also affected especially my generation and maybe younger of women and um, kind of what's expected from us in society and what we're supposed to look like pop culture, social media celebrities um which I'm quite over it. Um, I'm very, very over it. Because it's like this fake, unachievable ideal of what a woman should be. She should be 
skinny but not too skinny and she should be you know funny but not funnier than her partner and she should be like I said smart but not smarter than a guy it's like that's how women have been portrayed in movies forever the men are there to be the lead the men are there to be the tough guy the men are there to be the hero they're there to um, do all the thinking all the doing all the leading and the women are the sex appeal the women are the love interests the women need the man to lead they need the man to save them they need the man to think for them and come up with the plans and we're finally moving out of that now but when i was growing up that's all that you would see that's all you'd see girl pretends to be dumb so that a guy will like her it's like those tropes that we've just seen over and over and over again and you know i love those stupid old movies where you know that that is a theme i still like the movies but i also like don't like the fact that that is what has been portrayed so much and like social media with like face tuning and editing and botox and body alterations you know you all do with your life what you choose and it is not my job to judge you and it is not my job to judge people about getting their body altered you know if that's something they want to do then you know whatever and but i struggle with it a little bit i do and this is something that kind of maybe challenges this idea i I don't want to say I'm against it. I'm not against it. But, like, it feels like there's this big movement where we just, like, change our bodies or, like, get surgery to... I mean, aren't we kind of doing that to, like, fit an ideal? I guess, ultimately, like, that really comes down to the person and internally why they're doing it so i can't speak on everyone and i you know i haven't personally gotten work done so i can't speak on it but i've thought about it and this is like the like the kind of pathway that i took when i was considering getting work done so I was like considering getting my lips done because I thought that maybe I would look better with some lip filler. Um, and I really thought through it for a while and I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'll look better. And then I sat back and I asked myself, well, why do you think you'd look better? 
because bigger lips are beautiful. Why do you think bigger lips are beautiful? Because all the pretty models that I see online, that I see on TikTok, all have full lips and it's something that I'm jealous of. And I feel like I'd look better with it. Well, I don't know. Isn't that just altering yourself to fit the standard? Is it really accepting yourself or is it changing yourself to fit a standard? I don't know. It, it Just in my own mind, I'm like, I'm... Will I really be able to look in the mirror and be like okay with this? And personally, it came to, to to me. I came to the conclusion that no, I would not be okay with that because then I know that I tampered with who I am naturally, and that idea started to really bother me. And I was like, I can't go through with this. Now, this might not be the case for everyone, and like I said, I'm not against people doing it, but that's kind of my mindset on it. I went on a rabbit trail again. And here's, oh my god. Your world should not revolve around a man loving you. I need to say this louder for the people in the back, aka me me your world does not need to revolve around a man loving you i still battle this i wanted to feel loved so badly so badly My life revolved around it. My world stopped when I fell in love with a man. My career didn't matter. My identity didn't matter. My mental health didn't matter. All that mattered was them. Are they okay? Are they feeling loved? How's their mental health? How's their career? How can I help them blossom? How can I help them, you know, get their step up in the world? How can I help them? How can I fix them? How can I improve them? All, all the while I'm falling apart because I threw my identity into someone else. And finally, finally, as a 22 year old who has been dating for a while and struggling with this for a while, I'm sitting here and I say, I don't need somebody I don't need to love somebody and I don't need someone to love me for me to have value in this world. I don't need to ever get married. I don't need to ever have kids. That has nothing to do with my value as a person. That has nothing to do with my value as a woman. It has nothing to do with it.
My makeup does not determine my value as a woman. My clothes does not determine my value as a woman. How men perceive me does not determine my value as a woman or as a person. I do. And I, I really had to, to like dig deep to understand that like I say I'm a girl's girl. I've been saying that I'm supportive. I'm saying I'm supporting this movement, but I'm not acting on it and I'm not showing it because when it comes to my actions, here I am doting on a man that cannot handle me having my own identity without feeling threatened. Well, first of all, that's not even a man. I had the bad habit of uh, dating boys that wanted maternal guidance so that <laughs> they didn't have to like be adults. And I gladly stepped up. I gladly served my soul on a platter so that they'd give me a shred of affection. I know, it's disappointing. I know, I know. But it happened. And the good part is, is that now I'm finally in a point where I'm not willing to do that. Because in my mind, I am no longer willing to sacrifice my identity for somebody else. Because I've actually finally come to the point where I, I like who I am and I like myself and I like my quirky little weirdness and my weird little idiosyncrasies and fuck it <laughs> fuck it I'm okay with it I'm okay with me and if I'm gonna find a partner potentially they're gonna be okay with it too they're gonna love those parts of me too and that's the reality of it. And if I go my entire life without finding that person, then that's okay with me. That's fine. But I swear to God, I will not be caught dead doting on a man that I can't even be myself around. I do want to end this by saying that I have had the pleasure of meeting a handful of men in my lifetime that are not expectant of women to dote on them or be mommy made or to dull their light so that they can shine brighter. And there are men out there that truly celebrate women and respect women. And I think my camera might have cut out for a second, but <laughs> but they exist. And, you know, I, I've kind of come to realize that when it comes to men and 
at least for me and whether it's friends or potential partners or whatever you need to surround yourself with people who align with you and you know I started to realize this theme that with me having all these core beliefs that I do I was attracting men that (laughs) I was attracting men that did not like have those beliefs at all like this is embarrassing oh my god I have the good a good portion of men that I've been with have been either somewhat homophobic racist misogynist all of the above (laughs) like being a pick me and seeking male validation so heavily and like putting that kind of energy out there attracted to me people that were not good for me to be with at all So you have to be really careful, too, about what kind of energy you're putting out there. And when I started to really connect with myself and the foundation of who I am as a person, I started to attract very different people into my life. Granted, fewer people, but better people into my life. Alright guys, I'm going to stop blabbing now. I just want to say thank you for being here. I hope you have another wonderful week. Uh, That top in your closet that is a little daring. That you've been too scared to wear. Put it on one of these days. Put it on, wear it out. Who gives a shit? We're all going to fucking die someday anyway. So who gives a shit? Do what you want. Do do what makes you happy. Okay? Have a wonderful week. Um, if you want to maybe rate this podcast, that would be super cool. If you're on YouTube and you want to like, subscribe, comment, all that good shit, I would very much appreciate it. And I will see you next time. Bye.